Abraham Lincoln. Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. And welcome to episode 666 divided by two. That's right. 333. In just however many years we've been doing this shit for. It's seven years in May. Seven more years. We will be hitting the demon number. Yeah. Yeah. My my name is Colt. Uh, The other guy over there is... I don't know his name. What's your name? Um, I'm Wenzel, and I'm one of the demonic demons. Not yet. You're the half demonic, okay? I'm a goblin. Okay. I, I didn't know goblins were classified as demons, but... They're not. They're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for a second, whenever you said 600 and... Uh, for that split second, I thought, oh, my God, he already fucking forgot the number. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Winslow told me three, not even three, like probably like a minute before we started what episode number this was. And uh, yeah, I totally forgot what it was. Yeah. yeah. But now uh, welcome to episode 333, triple, triple three, triple threat. We're happy to be here. We're stinking. We're farting. And we're just back with you with some more like award show stuff. And we're goblin. Ooh, give me the gold. Give me the gold. I promise I won't spend it on DVDs. <laughs> Goblins don't know about Blu-rays yet. Not yet, but th- when they do, they're gonna flip. They're gonna lose it. They're gonna flip oh, their yeah. fucking shit. They're still spending like high, like sixty dollars on a DVD copy. <laughs> of fucking like night at the museum is fucked up. It's so I don't know what I don't know the prices of the DVDs, uh, but you know like the, what they were in their prime. Um. Oh God, I was I, too young to know. Uh, I like I was like a baby and I didn't know what money was. Like I I'm just a baby. I don't have any money. The thing is, is I remember VHSs or yeah VHS tapes. I. I I say I remember I I remember my dad talking about how expensive they are and how expensive they were. I don't remember DVDs for some reason. I just remember DVDs now being super cheap. Yeah, I, I remember Blu-rays when they were first parping par- up. They were not cheap. They were fucking expensive, like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. It was fucked up. Yeah. But now they're uh, still sometimes very expensive. So yeah, just it depends. But I'm very excited for when the goblins do do discover Blu-ray though. Oh yeah, they're gonna be like shit. I can see the details now. They gotta get a PS3 though before they can do that. Can you imagine though? They're all just in their like little little goblin hole, and they're they're like oh, oh 
And, you know, it's just all the whole goblin family comes up to the TV. They put on their little glasses and they're staring at that that screen and they're like, oh, oh. Yeah, I can imagine that. I sure can. <laughs> Sorry, I have a very specific image in my head and it's very cute. I love it. So. Well, just um, know in my head, I was picturing a goblin gooning. So yin and yang. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you can't read. I'm coming out super hostile. If you can't read for the fucking title, we're talking about we're talking about video games. Um, so here's how it's going to work. So we're talking about 2020, 2023 video games. But the thing is, is that one person here has played a lot of 2023 video games. Oh, and yeah. Another, and another person here hasn't. And that person is Colt. He hasn't played that many games. I played a lot of 2023 games. So I want to be talking. <laughs> I can't do this. No, I'll, I thought it'd be funny to do a bit where I go into this doing pretending to talk about 2023 games, but I haven't played any. I played one. And I beat that this year, not 2023 and 2024. I beat it like weeks ago. So, yeah, like that sucks, dude. You need to step up your game like poggers unpoggers. Yeah, I just didn't expect 2023 to take the turn that it did. Um, so what we're going to do is we're, uh, Colt's going to talk about his top five 2023 games. And, and I will clarify for my list of games that I had personally, I'm not going to say every single fucking game. Uh, I only put in the games that I've beaten because if I put in every single game that I hadn't beaten, I would have over a hundred fucking games, 2023 games to fucking consider. You've played a hundred and twenty twenty-three games? Over a hundred, a hundred percent, yeah. Really? Not to completion, but to at least started and then just dropped because I didn't like it or I just didn't feel like it, or I I'll do it later. Wait, from twenty twenty-three or from any year? released in 2023 you played a hundred i've beaten i'll tell the number 2023 games in a second i've beaten less than i have started that's for you sure know, i'll say that you know if you have a number i will i will okay i'm gonna calm down I'm, I will. I will believe what you say if you have a number. Okay. So. So yeah. So Cole is just doing the games that he's beaten. Top five beaten. But of course, we'll give you. You know, we'll give you numbers. Um, <laughs> I have played games in 2023, and I have beaten. Well, that's not true. <laughs> I sorry. Uh, so. Like, realistically, like, truthfully, I've only beaten three games in 2023. They're not even from 2023. Um, but we're doing this by the time we record, or we're doing this between the time of starting from 2023 to now when we're recording. So the, numbers, the number isn't three. It's six. Ooh, big number, yeah. big number. Yeah, it's better. So, um, so yeah, so... Uh, Colt might occasionally. Um, I told him it's completely fine to talk about like any other games outside. Um, 
outside of that that he can he can mention or discuss since I have so little because so three of the games that I did beat Scorn, Resident Evil 2, Uncharted. Those we have episodes for. Backlog Boys episodes. Go check those out. Those are really good. Um so that leaves the three games outside of that that I have beaten. One of those is from 2023 and then the other two aren't, but like I said I beat them prior to this episode. So I'll I'll talk about those and um and yeah, that's that's just how we're going to have to do it. Sorry, I'm counting all the games I've played on PlayStation real quick of the 2023 releases. And uh, it's roughly around like 60. And if I add up all the Nintendo games I've played and all the Xbox games, it, it, it'd be around 100. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I, for, in my head, though, I was thinking just PlayStation. Because we no, no, so much. Okay, that makes sense. Never mind. I refute my statement, my anger, yeah, my yeah, confusion. Yeah. But yeah, like Wenzel said, gaming, <laughs> gaming yeah. a lot. I'm trying to think if there's if there's anything else I need to state for the record. I don't know. Don't know how to do a backflip. I. I do not know how to do a backflip. For the record, write that down. Yeah, make sure you write that down. Um, yeah, and, and the 2023 game that I have beaten, me and Colt have both beaten, so we'll, we will talk about that in length, probably. I don't know. Yeah, and the funny thing is, that didn't even make my top five. So Yeah, I assumed it wouldn't, um, but yeah. Because honestly, like, I, I don't even know. Never mind, I can't say that, because I don't. I haven't beaten anything else, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess let's just get into it. Okay. All right. Uh, so how do we start? Who's starting? I guess you start. <laughs> okay. Number five is a game that I've actually been looking forward to for a decent amount of time. Ever since I started remaking them, uh, back in 2018, we even covered the remake. And that is a Resident Evil... For remake, holy shit, it is everything I wanted and more. This is the best remake. This is probably the best Resident Evil game, period. Uh, because holy shit, they to me personally, I know there's some people bitching. Oh, you can't look up Ashley's skirt anymore. Wah 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 wah. Shut the fuck up. It's better in every way. Quality of life <laughs> is better. Uh, visually is better to look at. Uh Music's still the same. It's banging and banging. The tank controls are not here. And thank fuck the tank controls in every single Resident Evil game. Uh, I hated them. That's why I'd watch YouTube videos on them instead of playing them because I fucking hated playing them. But Resident Evil 4 Remake is absolutely fantastic. The Separate Ways DLC they had for Ada where you play as Ada doing her uh, Separate Ways DLC. Uh, doing her thing is really fucking good as well. I, I've probably spent around 20 hours total playing the base game and the DLC. Holy shit. It's still phenomenal, fantastic, fabulous, lovely. Leon Kennedy, most beautiful man alive. Ada Wong, beautiful lady. <sighs> what else? Ashley won't shut up. That's it. <laughs> um, okay. 
so I have a question for you. Yes. Do any of the character or enemy redesigns at all? Do they are they a detriment to the original charm of Resident Evil Four or of like um, you know? I wouldn't say so. Uh, th- there's another thing to take into consideration when playing a remake, especially like these Resident Evil remakes. Is the original is still there? You can always go back and play the original, and the, guess what? The original is still canon because it's the exact same game. It just has different visuals, and it plays better. Okay. And I yeah. think the enemy designs, I think they they just look the same, but more realistic, because the graphics gotten better over fucking 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I was doing a bit where, with my question, I, I, I just... I, I stop, I cut it off, but uh, no, like legitimately, like, because that's something I think is interesting is like with something like a remake of Resident Evil where they're kind of, they're kind of going into more of the, um of the new time, I guess the new timeline you can say with Resident Evil 7 and 8. Yeah. Um, and then also too, like you said, graphically and with technology kind of leaning more on realistic, like, like I have, I guess I've seen that kind of criticism of like, does it hurt its charm or does it hurt its kind of, you know, original aesthetic in any way? And um, I uh, like with something like with the Resident Evil Two, I I never thought that or three. Um, if anything, it's still very much the same. I just know that like, there's like a certain character in four that's been kind of changed, and people are kind of like not particularly no, don't like it particularly. Who? Oh, uh, that little guy. He's pretty much the same. I I, I don't see what the big change is. Is it because yeah. when he goes into monster mode? Uh, no. I think it's just I think it's just his little guy form. <laughs> and he's still a little shit. I don't. I I don't weird. see it. I I don't know. I just thought it would be something interesting to bring up. But yeah, I will say he has one of the funniest scenes with Leon in the entire game. Uh, it's just so fucking funny. Uh, where, uh, you know what? Is it okay if I say? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he's doing his little fucking villain monologue and, uh, in the middle of it, Leon just shoots him and he says, shut the fuck up. Or he's like, I'm getting tired of you talking. (laughs) And it just gets into the fucking action. I fucking love Leon. I guess we should say spoilers. God damn it. Spoilers, but not fully because I don't want to spoil Wenzel and I feel like the games that we're going to talk about, I don't want people to just be spoiled for them. Yeah, yeah. So slight spoilers, I should mention for that. That's a, just slight spoilers. I, God damn. Keep forgetting to put that at the top of the hour. Damn, damn, damn. But yeah, Resident Evil 4 remaster or remake, so fucking good. And you can just, if you don't like it, I, sure, whatever. Uh, just play the original. It's on everything. Every single thing you can think of. The Switch, PS4, PS3, everything. And the 5. Uh, I can't wait for Resident Evil 5 remake. If we ever get it. Who knows? We do. I hope we do. Because I think it'd be cool to see how they can uh, rework and like revisualize some of that stuff. I hope they don't change. Uh, that's a very special scene towards the end. Oh, I need that boulder scene. Showing why Chris Redfield is the most bad. You know, it's so weird because people hate that scene. And I'm like, that's so, it's so cool. Like, I can understand too, like, people's criticisms now with, like, 
you know, things being redone and like losing the charm. But like that in particular, Resident Evil 5 does not need to be changed. That is the charm right there, buddy. That doesn't need yeah. to be changed. I know a lot of people dislike uh, five and six because like they're action packed. Six, I understand the disliking, not because of action pack, just because of you're running that shit thin. But uh, yeah. I just think that the charm of five is just how fucking ridiculous it is. And the charm of not just five, but all of Resident Evil is just how fucking crazy it can be and like stupid. And that's just what makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, fucking, I mean, Leon, just Leon's hair, Leon's hair like that in itself is a bit. I need to see fucking 40 to 50 year old Leon in Resident Evil 9. I really need it. Ethan's gone. Just, just give me it, okay? <laughs> he has a, I, he, I bet he won't look any different. <laughs> no, I need him to still have that swoopy hair. I just need him to be older. And you know what? Give him like a Marcus Phoenix beard. Uh, yeah. f- in like four or five. I can't remember which game he has it. You know, it'd be really funny if to they um they're like during like a demo of it, they're like to really show Leon's age, we gave him a little bit of a beard and then we gave him a tiny little white strand of uh, hair on his head. Um, And sometimes when he runs, he gets a little out of breath. I'm getting <laughs> too old for this. <laughs> that's it. While he's still agile and lean and sexy. Yeah, it's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to be. You know what? Fuck it. Make him buff. Make, <laughs> Make him, him like he uh, had went on a training regimen with fucking Chris and they're both like punching boulders together as they hug and like sweat and stuff. You know, I think it'd be yeah. a good game. <laughs> Get a little sloppy with each other. Yeah, totally. You don't have to All tell right. anybody. All right. I guess it's my turn. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to be intermittent with mine and that's okay. Um, So like Okay. Yeah. All right. I I'm thinking this in my head because I didn't think about this beforehand. And that's okay. We're good about thinking stuff on the fly. All right. That's how it shows you how 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 professional and how awesome we are. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So my game that I beat um in 2023, but technically I beat it at the very beginning of this year, but Technically, we're not talking about technicalities. Um, was Spider Man Miles Morales from 2020? Yes, the year yeah. the PS5 dropped. Drapped. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I started that literally the year it came out, or either that in 2021. It might have been 2021, but anyway, I started it, got like about 10%, 20% through it, never picked it up again. Then picked it up in October, trying to beat it before Spider-Man 2 stopped. Then I didn't pick it back up literally until the beginning of this year. I finally beat it. And uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. It just feels like Spider-Man 1 DLC. And um, I mean, that's what it originally was. But, uh, you know, I'm glad I got a new game uh, or a separate game in my uh, opinion, because... I think if they just released it as DLC, they would have just put it on the PS4, but they needed something for the PS5, and 
they took it and they cranked that shit up graphically. Beautiful. 60 FPS. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, yeah. No, it's still pretty game. Um, Still, I mean, still Spider-Man, still fun, still really, really cool to have the um the different uh move sets and combos of of uh miles really really helpful and really more powerful than peter obviously um and and the story and story wise you know it wasn't bad um i definitely it was just kind of um not as hard hitting as um spider-man one and that's and you know it's not bad or anything i I think the ending was really good with um with the tinkerer. Um, yes, I, th- I think the tinkerer is really cool, and he fucking blew her the fuck up. Damn, I said slight spoilers. Uh, you just went ahead. And- I mean, I feel like we're gonna do a lot of spoilers for both Spider-Man games. <laughs> um, because since you've beaten both. And I've beaten both. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, I did say that we we can since we both beaten them, we can go a little heavy in that. Okay, I did. I said that for us, not for the audience. Sorry. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it was just it was nice exploring Miles' side of things, and um, but there there was but there was like uh there was like a lot of repetitiveness that was just kind of eh, you know. But it's whatever. It, it's a it's an action superhero game, so I can't be too harsh on that. Um, but I will say, but because um, Col- Colt told me about this, and then I finished it, and I I remember we talked about it a little bit. Was the scene or the mission where you have to go around and um, get the audio bits for a song? Oh yeah, that, <laughs> to make a song with the Prowler. Um. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking bad. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Uncle. Karen. Holy fuck, that was a. It's bad. It's just sounds. It it really is just and like the sounds were interesting. Don't get me wrong, but like it's like literally you take the sounds and you do no sort of editing alterations whatsoever just put the sounds as they are together and what do you have you have a mishmash of fucking nothing (laughs) you can turn any sound into a good beat or song but let's just say miles you don't know how to do it (laughs) and i know i know your passion's music you're gonna go into the school in the second game for talent and whatnot but man you know what? It's one of your first works. I'll give you that. It's one of his first works. That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, goddamn. You need to rethink it, bud. <laughs> that one. That first work. Anyway. That it's, first one. Yeah. That, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, it's a it's a pretty. Um, you know, it's pretty cut and dry. Um, I say dry. I, I don't mean that in a mean way. It's, you know, it's Spider-Man and there's a lot of there's a lot of charm and fun, fun to it, uh, especially as Miles. And um, that's really all I have to say uh, for that. Uh, also, if I were to give it a rating, I'd probably give it like a. Eight out of 10, maybe I, I'm fair. I, I keep struggling between like a seven. 7.5 to an 8 just because there's some stuff when I think about it I kind of roll my eyes at but then there's some stuff I'm just like man this is so cool and so fun but like it's just nothing you know it's just nothing too crazy um it was just a fun game 
Yeah, there's nothing personally for me to complain about with it. It was a great console launch game. Uh, it showed off all the haptic feedback shit and whatnot for the PS5. It, it, it could have been just because I played it at the time, the launch of the PS5, that I liked it so much. But still, it's it's a great game. Yeah. Mm, all right. Now we're ready for number four. Yeah. All right, here's a game that's probably not going to be an exclusive to Xbox uh, come uh, next year or, yeah, probably in 2025. And that is Starfield. Ooh, Starfield. Stars in the fields, a field of stars. And I know it's probably controversial to a lot of people that I put it here, especially above fucking Resident Evil 4. And a lot of games that I'm not even going to say because I like it more than them. I really fucking love Starfield. It's a Bethesda game through and through. Yes, it has some outdated mechanics, some very, very Bethesda systems going on that they have not replaced since Oblivion. But for me, it felt like home, but in space. It felt very comfortable. I easily slid... 80 to 90 hours into this game. Uh, I did everything too. I, I got every single side story completed, every single uh, fuck, faction thing completed. Yeah. I just loved this game. It was a whole lot of fun and designing your own ship. That, that was probably my favorite part is designing my own uh, freighter. Basically I put so many fucking storage units on that bitch. I think in the end I had like around 50,000 tons or 60,000 tons of storage. It, that doesn't make, uh, matter. It, it, it's just a fun game all around. I enjoy the guns. I will say it is lacking when it comes to memorable locations uh, other than like the established uh, Atlantis, or not Atlantis, uh, whatever the main hub, the main hub city. I can't even remember his name. That's not a, it, a great it, sign for it. Is it not New Atlantis? <laughs> I think it, it might be. It might be. I know the planet uh, Jemison. Yes, Jemison. Uh, but you, yeah, it feels empty at times because you go to a new planet. You said in a fucking Todd Howard's special thing about the game was uh, you can go to every single planet you see. And then people were bitching at launch like, you can't go to a gaseous planet. You can't go to a gas planet. What the fuck? I thought I could go to any planet I want. Uh, But. In the end, it, being able to go to every planet that you want is uh, disappointing because there's just like the same copy and pasted outposts on every single planet, other than like actual story related pl uh, planets. Uh, it's disappointing in that regard, but for me, like I said, it's a home. I loved it. I had a lot of fun with it, regardless of its shortcomings. What about the story? And what do you what do you think about the story? How did it hold up like through? I thought the story was pretty awesome. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I can't really go into depth because uh, unless you already know uh, what's yeah, going I, on there. I, I don't. Um, yeah, okay. the story is very uh, cool. I, I really enjoy the. It's really cool. I can't say anything because I don't <laughs> want to spoil it for Winslow. It, it's, it's like that bit with the TikToks where they'll have a blank item and they'll be like, I really like. 
Yeah. I can't wait for me to have some. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I just, I hear, uh, half, like half and half things on it. Like people enjoyed it. And then people who like, well, I guess it's more like 70, 30, 70% more people hated the story or hated how it ends or whatever. And 30% like enjoyed it or thought it was cool or great. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I got pretty far into it. Not that far. Um, but like, you know, when you get your first space power, um, and that's, that's it. That's where I stopped. Um, I never, I didn't hate it or anything. I was having fun, like customizing my ship, um, doing as much exploration as I could. Like Colt said, there's, it's just a lot of, you know, copy and paste bases and stuff. And then there's, there is some stuff that they'll have where they'll have these like little side quests that are like, um, they're kind of interesting, but some of them will be like, they'll be kind of vacant or like, they'll just be missing pieces to them that are just kind of like, what the hell happened here? I, I'm really frustrated with that. Um, and then with like the exploration of like going to these planets and yeah, there's like cut and dry outposts or there's certain, um, environmental stuff that you can look into that will be kind of semi-interesting but there's nothing there's nothing else to it besides just you know you go there you scan you get 100 percent, you leave you know yeah like and looking back on it like when it first came out and i was playing it like i i fucking loved it i was feeling like this is probably my favorite bethesda game uh because it's how much fucking fun i'm having playing it I still think it's one of my favorites, but I, I don't think it is number one because it's hard to say that uh, a lot of it is very forgettable when it comes to the side stuff. But when it comes to like something like Skyrim, I, I at Skyrim, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout uh, 3, and even 4, I remember a lot more of those games. And I think I will, it's I think it's because of the of the way they have the map and exploration set up too. It's just everything is uh is squeezed together. I think Bethesda does its best when everything is put in one area, not spans across multiple planets. Or if if they ever do a Starfield 2, which they will cuz this game did pretty good, I need them to rein it in and say like not every planet's going to have something kind of like with mass effect they would have planets that had nothing on it they said sure you can go to it but there's nothing and they had planets that actually had stuff and it told you that before you went on it yeah i think maybe rather than like seeing the like oh you can go to every planet i think it should be like yeah you can go to every planet but you know there's nothing there and the thing is too is like i mean kind of realistically like there's gonna be a lot of planets or worlds in our own universe where there's just gonna be fucking barren it's just gonna yeah. be rocks they're just literally rocks i mean asteroids i mean you could do that too in starfield you go to um little planet uh, planetoids or maybe um moons or you know dwarf planets or whatever and they're just there's just these little um I just threw out a lot of terms that don't apply to what I'm talking about, but basically like these little moons and they're just asteroids. They're just rocks. That's all they are. Um, they're good for mining. And I think that's what they should do. They should be like, look, you can go to these, but there's nothing on them. I think they're good for mining. Yeah. Unless... You resource stuff. You just, resource. they should just be that. You don't have to put an outpost on every single planet. 
uh, or just don't put that many fucking planets in the game because it it's bloated at times. I mean, yeah, it seems like they do really best with a finite, I guess, even, even though Starfield's map, quote unquote, is finite as well. There's, you know, there's a lot of land, a lot of worlds. Um, I, I think maybe like and this is their first go at it, you know, unlike Miles with his first go at a fucking song. It's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think I think it's just a good way to like, OK, if, if they do a Starfield two, then they can do it this way with the exploration and the planets rather than you know learning from that and i think that's fine because they haven't done this before they haven't done something like this you know so um the combat felt great i will say combat that. was great space combat feels really good at first it's incredibly awkward because you don't know what the fuck you're doing and like it ta- feels like it takes forever to turn your ship but as soon as you like get the hang of it and the mechanics of slowing down and Instead of holding full gas trying to find these fuckers it's a lot of fun oh yeah it was space com or combat in general was just oh god yeah sorry I, I just i'm starting to remember now the ship the spaceship combat yeah that was really good um but i'm just thinking about combat in general like yeah ship combat um land combat when you're on the ground shooting the guns it it was all good like can't complain about the gameplay like that um oh but back to like stuff um so like with like missions or whatever um something i do remember i do still remember the mantis side side quest and um there was another side quest i remember about there was this outpost with a it had these weird fucking fungi in it and like that that really bothered me because there was like these little there was these little notes everywhere it was like a pharmaceutical lab and there was these notes that were talking about this fungi and how it's spreading and there's like some weird stuff about it blah 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 but then that's it it never talked there's nothing else to it there's nothing else left about it there you can't scan the fungi you can't like there's nothing and there's a cave but it literally leads to a dead end there's nothing at the edge end of the cave nothing i mean it could be like a dlc reference uh because it's gonna have dlc i mean they've done it in 76 and four and three maybe yeah but it just i i hope so it it just it it honestly just felt so there were so many gaps with what was happening there that I doubt it. I, I really doubt it. It, it. it makes me feel like there was much to be desired there, but I could be wrong. They could be they could do DLC. But I, I don't know, because that's also the same planet where there's another there's like a um there's like another side quest that has a little more detail to it. That's fairly interesting it has to do with a um a robot factory that was really cool um but still a lot to be desired but yeah um yeah starfield um i have to beat it but um not bad you know no it's a fun game that's why i have it at number four i know we sound like we talked a lot of shit on it but i fucking i loved it yeah yeah, I mean, I don't think we talked a lot of shit. I think it's just the exploration. That that was the big thing. But yeah, yeah, because to me, I, th- I fucking love the story. I love the dialogue choices. I like the 
just everything about it uh and just like we don't really get many rpgs like it uh and le- until like Baldur's gate 3 i wasn't getting rpgs with uh dialogue where i could insult someone and uh have a giggle about it as much as uh i did with these games yeah all right I'm doing mine intermittently, so you go to your three, and then I'll do the one after that for mine. Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah. Number three, that is a game that came out in May. It's Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, wow, number three. Yeah, this was my number one game when it first came out. Uh, but holy shit, it, it got dethroned and it got dethroned hard. Fucking love Tears of the Kingdom. It is the perfect follow-up to Breath of the Wild. They perfected the formula. They added fucking Kerbal Space Program with you being able to glue everything together, make your own rockets, mechs, anything you can imagine you can make in this goddamn game. I'm surprised they didn't put Doom in Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I imagine you can <laughs> ma- probably make a PC because you can make a PC in Minecraft. So why the fuck not in Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, great, fantastic game. It, uh, I absolutely loved the story. It was a, uh, it was a little beautiful segment with uh, Zelda and Link. I feel like the stuff that happened in the past was better than what happened in the current day, like modern day. With since Zelda went back in time, I I wanted that game. I want to experience the stuff that happened in the past instead of the stuff that happened now. But the stuff that happened that you were playing through as Link was still really cool. Uh, if if anything to add or change this game, probably. Mm, <sighs> I don't know. I can't think of anything. Uh, just remove durability for weapons. That's one thing, I guess. I fucking hate breaking my favorite weapon in the middle of a fucking fight with the biggest three-headed dragon bitch glee lock or something like that. Just, I don't want weapons to break. And also, uh, give me... I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'd like to have icons on my map shows me where all the Kurok, Kurok seeds are because uh, hunting down those fuckers with guides is a bitch but yeah that's uh, Tears of the Kingdom I don't know if I'll ever play Tears of the Kingdom within this lifetime damn you're missing <laughs> no. out no 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 I uh, like you know fairly like within the next like year or two I don't know just because I haven't played Breath of the Wild and it's that, not as long as you think it is. Breath of the Wild, uh, I I only had like 40 hours in it. And uh, if you want to like just play the main quest, you can and you'll probably beat it in like 25. Oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, I just I remember at the time being worried just because of how I kept hearing of how long people have like sunk into it. And then, then my mind just kind of was like, oh, this is going to be how long is going to take for you, which honestly, because of how much I sink into games, especially with exploration and doing side quests. Yeah, it would probably take me a while. And that's and that's the thing I I worry about kind of um, 
but you know it's been it's been years now so i probably can't i just i don't know how soon honestly i just recommend just play the main quest it's super super good it's really good story and uh, it's a lot of fun for both of these games yeah well maybe i'm not a fucking loser oh my goodness <laughs> sorry i'm just kidding i you know I, I got a lot of games to play so is it not your turn now <laughs> it is okay <laughs> oh man all right all right all right let's talk about spider-man 2 okay spider-man 2 yes the only 2023 game i've beaten on this list is spider-man 2 aka a game say? that's gotten dick ridden to hell it yeah <laughs> it's been uh i mm, i guess i get it um <laughs> like it's a it's a good game don't get me wrong yes um, it is a good game but like when you're when you have the like everything else has come out from last year like visually concept conceptually it's just like it's you know <laughs> it's like how can you compare it to that like don't like again it's a good game i give it i give it a nine out of ten maybe <laughs> the what the no, fuck no 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 okay sorry i keep having this i because i've been i've been going back and forth with how to rate miles morales and spider-man 2 i keep thinking okay Spider-Man 2, it's, you know, it's an it's a Spider-Man game. The web the web slinging mechanics and stuff are probably the best out of a Spider-Man game. They're really and good. And they got the fucking wingsuit. The wingsuit's a game Wingsuit, really good. The like like and then like some of the story stuff and the way Insomniac is doing their inter like their own version of a Spider-Man story. And then the voice acting's really good. The combat. The characters i really enjoyed the dynamics there but then sometimes i'm like i'm like it is just a you know just a regular action adventure hero game you know and it's marvel it's like how much like this shit has been redone 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 so many times it's been thrown out there just you know regurgitated blah but then i'm like but then it's like don't you know like it's their own interpretation and we haven't gotten it like this. And when then with the technology, especially with how, you know, there's that section with black cat spoiler. Um, she's traveling through fucking portals. Um, it's really sick. Probably the only time where you have the PS five technology really shown off and, Oh yeah. And insomniac skills really shown off like what they do with ratchet and clank. So, like and and then then also to the sandman the sandman intro at the very beginning of the game where you fight sandman i said sandman like sandman time. sandman um like that but the thing is too and then there was a reviewer who i was watching who talked about how you know it's still a good game but the sandman and the black cat section like none of that stuff ever happens again you know, like nothing crazy like that ever happens again. I mean, you know, there's the stuff with Venom. I the Venom section was really sick, really sick. But um, you know, it, it's just I, I'm kind of like I'm always kind of swaying because like it's a like I said, it's a good game. It's a fun game, and it, it's tickling the parts of my brain that I really enjoy. So I can't I can't hate it, but also too I can't say that it's anything like greater or better than the stuff that's come out 
you know, last year, even if I haven't played that stuff, it's just like, like I said, conceptually, like that stuff has far more merit than what we have with Spider-Man two, because it's just, it's just a cut and dry hero story. Yeah. If they cover stuff like, if they adapt stuff from the comics, I'd rather them do the lesser known, but still received well stories uh, from them. It's just, I wasn't that. I mean, I did enjoy the interaction between Harry and uh, Peter. It's just, I didn't care for Craven, to be honest. I thought Craven was annoying, uh, but he was still cool uh, the way he killed his entire family. And uh, <laughs> the entire fucking cast of villains from the first game, fucking dead. Uh, no show, like uh, no fanfare for them. They're just beheaded and their heads are put on plaques. Yeah, I, I, I talked about Colt with this. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like all these villains are like being killed off. I, I, I know because <sighs> Rhino died in Miles Morales, right? Like, did we ever talk no. about that? Well, we never see Rhino again, do we? Uh, no, I don't. You see his head on a plaque in uh, two in a out of bounds area. So he's dead. Yeah, yeah, it's implied he's gone. Well, I mean, because Tinkerer stabbed him at the very end of Miles Morales, or close to the end. That's that's where I'm getting that because I I never I never got confirmation on that. I don't remember. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Sorry if I ever got confirmation on Rhino's death because I don't because there was nothing in there anyway. Sorry, uh, you know, Scorpion died. We know Vulture died. Um, did Electro die? I think so. How the fuck did he kill Electro? <laughs> Probably just stabbed him. I, well, I'm, I'm like the guy's fucking electricity. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Craven uh, wants the strongest warrior, man. Yeah, no, sorry. I like um I don't know, maybe maybe I should have done my research and looking into these uh these characters' deaths. But like I mean but I mean really though, like so many um so many of the ones from, you know, Spider Man one, like we know are are dead now and um in the current rogues gallery that we have is like the the characters are um you know, like like Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative isn't a threat anymore. He doesn't have his powers. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, but I thought Mr. Negative's segment was really cool, and I like the transfer of his powers to no. Mr. Negative Peter. was Mr. Negative was super sick with how that is how Peter gets anti venom. Really cool. Um, and the whole that. forgiveness arc between uh, Miles and him, I thought that was a really strong point in the game. It was a really strong point. It just I like. Um, it, like I said, like the dynamics and the certain themes that they're dealing with here, I think are really interesting and really good. And but then, like with like certain things, it's just kind of like it, it. I'm trying to think of how to like, like the you know the whole thing of balance, like Peter having to find find balance with his life. Like what the f like? Okay, sorry. Um, I you know I. Also, too, the suit, Miles' new suit. I should bring that up. <laughs> oh, because that was a lot of people's. Uh, they hated it. Personally, I don't like it. I think it's kind of ugly. 
but uh, I don't hate it. I just think it shouldn't be the fucking suit that he has going into whatever the next Spider-Man game is. I'll say that it. I don't like the blue. <laughs> the blue is not a good addition. I don't like that the hair is out, but there is a skin where his hair is out that I do like. It does look cool. Yeah. Like that. Cause, because the thing is, is like, like, their that suit that style where his hair's out has been done before they're clearly pulling from that but it just doesn't look good i don't know what they fucking i don't know i uh if that shit's on the cover of spider-man 3 i'm gonna lose it <laughs> gosh fucking whack I, maybe in spider-man 3 he's like oh man i thought about it that suit was fucking ugly i'm gonna make a better version of my original suit I love too how none of the characters, I at least I don't think any of the characters say anything remotely of like, well maybe they, ah shit maybe they do I don't. When don't Peter know. sees it, he's like new suit. That's yeah. all. Yeah, I was gonna say like they all they don't say anything. They say s- neutral things. So I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if that's Insomniac's way of being like, we're gonna see how people feel about it. If they don't like it, we're just gonna retcon it. <laughs> <laughs> i hope that is the case I really which is a smart case. move um it's a smart move in my opinion because <laughs> jesus christ i don't hate it either i just it just doesn't look good <laughs> i don't i don't understand that i don't understand how people can hate it you know as much as they do but you know whatever um yeah and then back to uh peter and harry's um like friendship i i love that like especially the segments where you get to go back in time to when they're in fucking high school. That was so cool. Um, yeah, it was. I, I just really, really enjoy And the way you could see how, uh, fuck what's Harry's dad's name. Norman Norman. You can see the relationship between Peter and Norman and like Norman actually cares about Peter. He likes Peter. Which yeah, I, I haven't read many Spider-Man comics. I, I don't know what their relationship is like normally, but it was nice to see. From what I remember from the movies, I mean, because Harry and Peter are always close friends. I mean, because they're close friends, you know, they um, him and his dad, you know, they get, get they get to well know each other pretty well. Um, I don't know if you remember in Spider-Man one, you know, they they literally have dinner with Peter's mom not mom aunt basically his mom aunt may but, yeah you know, um but they have dinner together and you know there's 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 been times like i mean so yeah they're I, I really like how they showed that too um it was fucked up though and i think it's but it was really good for the dynamic there was when um basically norman was like telling peter that like you're like a son to me as well kind of gonna replace harry with him oh my god that's fucked up <laughs> but it was good it was good. Also seeing the uh, way the Venom symbiote changes people where like Harry's like begging Peter for the symbiote bag. He's like, please give me the symbiote. I'm going to die. And Peter's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch. You're just <laughs> sad because you're going to die and you got to use a cane, bitch. <laughs> it was so crazy because there was a scene in there that was so like it was so toxic where harry is like so he's like dying with his cane and he has to take he has to take pills and um 
he's you know he's just he's just trying to ask peter like you know what's going on can i get the suit back or anything and peter and he's getting kind of irritated at peter and peter's like why don't you pop some more pills and tell me how you really feel like jesus peter <laughs> and he it, treats fucking uh mj like shit man it's so crazy i like that was really good i think that that was also really well done because it has it has the kind of like the comic kind of ridiculousness of it but at the same time it's just like it's like this is what it fucking does to people it, it alters their their emotions and their perceptions of things so I, it was really good i was that was really good um um combat was really cool as well dividing between like the different um the different skill trees and stuff and again like with you know um with miles having the added boost of his venom power um not you know not the symbiote but his that's literally what his electricity is called venom and then having peter having um having his uh his um oh gosh the arms the the spider arms or whatever having kind of to balance between like you know miles has an edge but now peter does too with his arms but then he gets the venom suit and he gets an even bigger edge so i like that that kind of that um that balance there um and even the i know a lot of this is another controversial segment of the game is uh the mj segments i really enjoyed the mj segments even in the first game i enjoyed them people hated them in that one and this one Personally, I think they're even better here because she now has a taser and it's really fucking fun to shoot these fucking uh, fucking null symbiote fuckers. Did she did she ever go against the Oh she did, yeah. yeah. I I completely forgot about that segment. Um where she gets the sonic the sonic blaster or the sonic yeah. attachment for the because I was just thinking about the hunter segment where she goes around and has to uh, tase the hunters. Um, I agree, though. I enjoy the MJ segments. It, it stresses me out, <laughs> and I think that's really good because it's like you're not you're not like Spider Man, so you only have this little taser gun. Um, but they're they're re- it's really good. It's really good. And then um, spoiler, um, MJ turning into Scream was really cool. Oh yeah, it, it gives you a taste of what's to come, especially with all the references to Noel and whatnot. I want to see the rest of the symbiote fuckers in the Venom game. It's going to happen. And see, and that's where I also really enjoy too about Spider-Man 2 is like how much it, um, it sets up is like I was telling, I was telling Colt, like, cause Colt didn't know like how much stuff was like referenced to Noel, the God of the symbiotes, um, with the symbols. And then also too like the different children of Venom. Um, we didn't really, we didn't really get anybody else. We just got Scream. It would have been they kind of used the color palette for like the basic um, symbiote enemies, which I thought was really smart of them to turn regular citizens into uh, symbiotes and have you fight them. But I will say, Jesus Christ, they make them so fucking difficult. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Clearing out those nests are a, it's a bitch. And the tools you use in this game are way better than the tools in the first game. Absolutely. They are actually incredibly valuable and they fucking kick ass. And yeah. they are essential. If you don't use those during the nest things, you will lose. Yeah, I will say I that's one thing I liked about this game is that it really is like, look, you should do these you should do the side quest, you should do the crime um 
the crime and progress progress you should do um you should explore get parts and stuff because it's basically it's basically setting up for like you need to have everything basically maxed out um every gadget every skill because the towards the end game section where you're fighting all the symbiotes you're going to need every tool at your disposal and i think that's super sick i i think that's a good way to get people to really play the game and play the mechanics and stuff and holy shit even then it was so it was such a pain in the ass they and the thing is they do they'll do these nests where it'll just be one and you have to protect it while the device is getting armed, right? It's like a minute, maybe a minute and 30. Depends on where it is. But then sometimes they'll do two nests where you have to protect two points and they'll be so far away from each other and you have to do it for like two minutes and like 30 seconds. It's such a bitch. It's, oh my God, it was such a pain. Probably the only section in the game where I actually, I actually died several times because it was so fucking hard. Did not die at any other point in the game died during these nests trying to trying to clear them out holy shit so difficult also there was another reference to uh, another symbiote that we haven't covered yet and that is cletus cassidy very clearly we're getting carnage shit going up soon and uh, yes. he's known as what the fire the flame the, the flame the flame and uh it's just cletus cassidy and he almost kills spider-man uh peter parker it was it was crazy because there was this whole side thing with this cult called uh, I think the cult was called the flame as well or whatever, cult of the fire cult of the flame cult of the flame and this is part of Wraith you get her uh, this is part of her storyline and we don't and her her she was she wasn't that bad uh, it just there wasn't mm, it was. It was a good it was a good quest. I'll say that. It's a good quest because it sets it sets up for Carnage because the entire time you're doing this shit and I'm like I have no idea what the fuck this is. But the entire time with the with the flame symbol, I'm like this looks so much like the Knoll and they keep mentioning like Eldritch shit about like the Crimson Hour and stuff. I'm like this sounds so much like something with like Knoll or some kind of god or something. What the fuck is this? And then you finally meet this red-headed bitch uh commanding the cult and you're, I'm like I'm like there's no way this is Cletus Cassidy he just seems so fucking I don't know kind of like a hipster psycho hipsterish and then at the very end when he almost kills Peter he gets the fucking symbiote that's being transported on the train and it's red and he mentions about how there's going to be carnage I'm like oh my god like the entire time the pieces have been here and I just have not connected them it was crazy. I, I'm th that I'm very excited for how they set that up. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking excited for Carnage. Uh, I, I love uh, the Carnage designs and every single thing that I've seen with Carnage in it. Uh, like the my first experience with Carnage was the 2001 or 99. I can't remember what year it came out, but it came out on the Nintendo 64, PlayStation 1, probably the 90s. Uh, Spider-Man game. It was just called Spider-Man. I fucking love that game. And the final boss being like Dr. Ock, but he's got the Carnage symbiote. So cool. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I same thing. I love Carnage. Carnage. The symbiotes always get me excited. And then when you got the anti-venom suit, so crazy. 
And it was crazy, too, is Peter still has it. So I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know. This just sets up a lot of stuff. And I'm very excited for it. Oh, my God. Also, too, when you're when you're using the anti-venom suit and you you beat the shit out of the symbiotes and pieces of the symbiote uh, burn off and they're like little embers. That's such that's so cool. So fucking cool. Um, Playing as Venom as well was fucking awesome. Like when he goes into big Venom mode, that's fucking crazy because he's brutal as shit and he eats major spoiler he eats fucking craven's head he just bites it off in one bite and if you go back to that spot in new york not in real life in the game you can find craven's (laughs) necklace next to a spatter of blood on top of that little area no that whole scene is crazy because you're playing spider-man and you don't ever kill people but this this is like the first time in the spider-man games where you're killing people because the whole section where venom's going on a rampage oh my god it like the executions are so brutal there's one at first i was at first when you should play it i'm like oh okay you're not killing people you're just beating the absolute fucking shit out of them but no after after you get to this one point where you grab a guy and you literally snap his spine yeah like i was like and then one of the npcs is like oh god i'm like we're killing people. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, these people are dead. <laughs> it's insane. It was so cool. <laughs> um, okay, you know, yeah, I could I convince myself nine out of ten. It's a, it's a good game. It's like good game. it's it's not as good as other games that came out this year. There's another thing, one more controversial thing is that it didn't win game of the year. Fuck yeah, you, that's... shut the fuck up. It's a great game. Like we said, both Winslow and I are kind of dick riding it right now because it is a fun game and it has a lot of cool stuff in it, but it's not as good as these other games. And you just have to accept the fact that your super fucking popular mainstream superhero video game isn't as good as this super well thought out story video games. Like, yeah, that that's kind of what's been kind of like my apprehension here is because, you know, if anybody knows about what happened to Game Awards, you know, there was a lot of controversy because it didn't it didn't get Game of the Year. And what's great, and then literally that caused a huge thing of people like, of like, what the fuck is Baldur's Gate 3? Who's ever heard of that game? Who even plays that? Which is like, insane. In, in, like, people are just insane. Um, and and, and I've seen is- a lot of people playing Baldur's Gate 3 hate playing because they're like, I gotta see what the fuck beat Spider Man, and then it turns out they fucking love Baldur's Gate three, and they're like, okay, I get it, fuck. Uh, like I, I wish it was, I wish it was that. You know, if if people would just not be so fucking weird, um, you know, if it would be that, um, innocent, then yeah. But um, no, some people are just fucking terrible and um and 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 the thing is too is like again the game's good but when you have it up against these other games like it's it it was just a good year from you know from what we can what we can tell and i mean will will spider-man 2 leave a lasting impression like these other games i don't know but i remember a lot of it still and i beat it day fucking or like the week it came out so it's still a good game. And I remember all of the Spider-Man video games pretty fucking well. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I, I beat it within a week as well. I, I literally started and I was just like, I'm going all into this bitch because I've been waiting. I've been excited. And yeah, and like, but I'm, I'm talking about in terms of like, will we remember it like five years from now or will, sorry, will it leave a lasting impression five years from now or 10 years? Who knows? You know? Um, yeah. But I mean, every, you know, every game that you enjoy, you know, you can, you can remember. Or, yeah. So it's not a, it's not a big deal. But anyway, that, that's all for my Spider Man discussion. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. In conclusion, Spider Man is good. It's good. But not that good. Keep crying. Wah, wah, wah. All right. So, number two for me. You read, or do you go again? No, you go. Okay. Number two for me. This is a controversial position considering how many people love this game and the fact that it won game of the year. That's right. It's Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3. Yeah, this game is fucking fantastic. It came out the, like, I think the week after or the few days after Starfield Early Access came out. So I didn't touch the game fully until December. And that's when I finally just went balls to wall, put like, 90 hours into it and I beat it as like my second or third game of 2024 so technically I didn't beat it last year so I did not add it to my games uh, added together list for later that I beat but don't, but don't worry technically we're not talking about technicalities yes 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 uh, Baldur's Gate 3 absolutely fantastic game I played it single player I know there's a multiplayer mode uh, it sounds interesting. I don't know how I feel about the you can have one person going doing this other storyline while the other is doing this other storyline. It's side quest storylines. I feel weird about that. Uh, I don't know if you can do both of you doing the same storyline at the same time or you have to do separate storylines at the same time. It's I didn't play it, so I don't know. But single player was so much fucking fun. Holy shit. I was not into games like this. I really wasn't. Every time I saw games that looked like this, a top-down uh, like combat system, I was I'd usually just tune out, thinking like, it's not for me. It's for someone else. But after this game came out on PC in August, I heard so much stuff, and like it was being reviewed as one of the best games of all time on fucking ps5 day one and i did and i didn't touch it for months and holy shit the hype is real it's legit it's a fantastic game fantastic story with amazing characters shadow heart i love you uh carlac i love you gail i love you wheel lazel just so ollie halson i'm trying to remember all the characters but they're all very memorable characters there's not a fucking forgettable party member in their storyline because each party member has their own specific quest line that's so fucking good. Uh, Shadow Hearts being my favorite personally, uh, with, but holy fuck, it's just a genuinely, genuinely great game. Shadow uh, Heart I, is the buff demon lady, right? No, that's uh, Carlac. Oh, well, I love Carlac. Shadow Heart is the dark haired woman that eventually. Depending on your choices, her hair can turn white. Ooh. Yeah, she she is a beautiful, awesome character. And I love her so much. <laughs> they better have DLC where you can uh, just live a happy life with her on a farm. That's uh, my one request, Larian. Uh, please follow through. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. But I will. I have to say it. I played uh, only after the uh, fuck. Whatever. What was the? There was an update that added the basically baby mode that lets you edit every single stat thing you can possible to where you can make the game basically playable by a baby. And uh, I needed that because let's just say I'm a little stupid when it comes to combat and I don't feel like redoing the same combat thing five times in a row. So I uh, kind of just uh, made everything as easy as possible and uh doesn't matter because I fucking love the game and the combat wasn't what I was there for. It was the RPGs and the storytelling. Yeah. But yeah. I highly recommend everyone check this game out. Check it out. You can make any character you can think of or you can play the origin character. I'm playing or I plan on playing Divinity 2 next. That's a, the last Larian Studios game they made that is basically a Baldur's Gate game, but without the D&D branding and characters and stuff like that. Fuck. Baldur's Gate 3, fantastic game. Please play it. Hell yeah. I, I can make a guess about what your number one in a game is, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um... Uh... I, you know, I'll... I will go what okay. my, number, my number one game is, and then you'll go. And then, bam. So, the game, I can't talk about it too much, just because I know Colt needs to play it, and I, I technically beat it this year. But after five years, I finally beat Blasphemous 1. Wenzel's Game of the Year 2023 is a game that came out five years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, I really, because Blasphemous 2 came out last year, and I was like, I really want to play Blasphemous 2, but of course, I have to beat Blasphemous 1. And so I was like, fuck it. I need to beat it. I need to. I need to. I need to. So that's why I did. Once I beat Spider-Man 2, I went all in. I was like, I'm I'm locking in. I'm doubling down. I'm beating Blasphemous. I did it. Wow. Great. So fucking good. Um, I, I also, and they had so many updates in DLC. I also got, it, it sucks though. I wish, I wish there was, um, trophies or achievements or whatever for um their DLC stuff because I got the I got the true ending I got ending C um which is the best like it is the best ending because it's a true ending but literally it's the it's so fucking sick cuz they use um because there's been so many updates and stuff they use a different animation for it it's really cool um I Blasphemous is so my fucking game because uh, I I, I want to say I talked about it on one of the podcast episodes forever ago, maybe back in 2019, um, maybe 2020. Um, but holy shit, it's it, I love uh Metroidvania games. I love Soul S games, and I love this. I love the pseudo religious iconography and the story it's so fucking good it's so cool it's so creepy it's so grotesque oh god it's so good um and there's the art design too there is this there is a this area it's just it's a very small area and it's very um it's just there for that little part but there is architecture in there that is so sick that I I recall directly from my fucking art history classes, and I'm like, holy shit! Because you know the game is inspired by a lot of it's it's made by a Spanish team, so it's inspired by a lot of fan, Spanish um um t- 
tales uh involving like um christian you know um christian folklore i guess if you want to say like that or like um um and then architecture and stuff like that a lot of spanish aesthetic it's really cool and um yeah and i i have t- i took all so many fucking screenshots because I'm, I'm trying to put together like something where like a thread or something where i can like talk about it and kind of show it off a little bit um through through that because it's so cool um i'm trying to think and then i saved some of my boss fight clips because again the designs for the enemies and the bosses and the characters are so cool is like it's one of my favorite games of all time now and um and i it makes me so sad that it took me so long but also too i'm i'm kind of glad i kind of because there's some shit when the game first came out that was so difficult to do that it wasn't until the updates where they made it easier and much more streamlined. So I'm, you know, I'm not too, too sad about that. But yeah. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think what else. It, it's just, it's just such a cool game, such a cool game. Um, and I've, I've already started Blasphemous too. Um, and I'm, I'm making my way through that. Uh, I stopped uh, a little bit because I've been busy with stuff, but I'm gonna pick it back up because holy shit, so, so excited. It's so good. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it a go at some point. I just don't know when that point is because good lord, my backlog is huge, especially with just 2024 games. Holy fuck, 2024 is starting off incredibly strong, and I, I'm just beating away at it with a hammer. I'm going. Okay, <laughs> give me a goddamn minute, dude. And and the thing is too is like I put I can't remember how many hours I I put like over 20 hours into into Blasphemous and there's like a trophy for if you can get to this certain point in the game within like or under three hours and I want to try it but also too fuck that because there's so much stuff to, like there's no fucking way I can remember all this shit you have to do because sorry this this is a different gripe uh that there'll be that's for something else. Um, no, I'll say it because there's there's no fucking way you can't do this stuff without getting the upgrades. And there's no eh, okay. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Um, probably just have to watch a walkthrough or something. <laughs> yeah. So play Blasphemous if you haven't. Yes, I, w- I will. Okay. Goddamn! Don't want to yell at me. Uh, sorry. Now, you ready for my number one? Yes. Number one is a game that if you follow me on Twitter, you already know what it is. You already know. Peppa Pig. Yep, it's Peppa Pig's Island Adventure. No, it's Alan Wake 2. The long-awaited game that's not necessarily long for me because I didn't play the Alan Wake game, or Alan Wake 1, until (laughs) last year. Yeah. The year before, I can't remember. But, uh... Fuck, Alan Wake 2 is the story uh, continuing from Control and Alan Wake 1 that it just feels so fucking good, man. The minds behind this goddamn game are just fucking insane. Sam Lake and Remedy, everyone involved with this game, I love you so fucking much because I don't know how you do it. It just... It takes a lot of brain power and it takes an incredible brain to come up with the story that we're working with here. Uh, 
Jesus fucking Christ. Playing as Saga Anderson. I love Saga Anderson. She is one of my favorite characters in the entire series of Alan Wake. I think she probably is my favorite character next to Alan being second in Alan Wake. They're just so fucking good. So fleshed out in the whole being in the uh, fucking I'm blanking on what the dark realm is called. Uh, playing as Alan going through the nightmare area is so fucking good. Genuinely scared the shit out of me multiple times. There's a video on Twitter <laughs> if you go and look. Uh, it's a jump scare. It's kind of cheap, but good lord, if I had to poop, I would have shit. I would have shit all over myself because it was fucking terrifying. And there's multiple yeah, points I'll, like I'll put that. The, um, I'll put the link for that in the description. You can see, you can hear it because it's uh, on PS5. I have it set to my mic records my voice. And uh, it's, I don't usually talk when I'm by myself or make noises when I'm by myself, but I was talking, making noises when that happened. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's that's funny. But it's crazy, though, because this doesn't sound like the Peppa Pig game. Yeah, it's not. It, it definitely isn't. It, it's <laughs> it's not. I don't remember Peppa Pig having a gun or multiple guns. Oh, that's because you haven't played the third one. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, Peppa Pig gets. Let's just say Peppa Pig goes hog wild. Wow, that sounds terrifying. About the combat in Alan Wake 2, it's so good. If I had to compare it to another game, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 4 remake specifically, uh, combat is fantastic. And the combat here is also fantastic. And the way the inventory system is set up, it's kind of like Resident Evil 7 and 8's system, which is also very fucking good. Ah, I just fucking love these games so much, man. I cannot wait for Control 2 or even Alan Wake 3 because holy fuck, I just hope it doesn't take 10 years. I'm praying, I'm begging it doesn't take 10 years. Do and you, I know they're working on Max Payne 1 and 2 remake, so I don't know. Well, I was going to ask, uh, do you think that it's warranted for Rockstar to sue Remedy over the logo change? No, it's fucking stupid. It's just the letter R. Does Rockstar own the letter R? Uh, here's my case saying yes. I think Rockstar is stupid. Even though Rockstar makes some of my favorite story games, period. They just need to have the lawyers there to shut up. Just shut up and tell them to work on the goddamn game. Hire no, the lawyers to work on the game. No, no, they're going to they're gonna spend the next three years trying to decide who has the right to the letter R. Oh, goodness. Thanks. Thank you so much. Then Remedy's going to change into something called, like, Dimity or <laughs> Kimity. Let's think of new names for Remedy. Um, Demity. Alan like, Wake. Demity, Kimity, Wake, Wake Studios. There you go. You know what? That's not bad. I'll take it. Alan Wake Studios. We make Alan Wake. What else I, did I, you expect? I said, I said Wake Studios, not Alan Wake Studios. That's stupid. Wake Studio, Just Wake Studios. But yeah, Alan Wake 2, my number one right there. I love it, I love it, I love it. Also, wear a diaper while you're playing. Yeah, and I... I was gonna say, and the, like, just the one mechanic in the game that is, like, so fucking, like, jaw-dropping with, with how fucking good it is, is the way you can rewrite scenarios with Alan. Since what he writes in the book it becomes reality in the real world with Saga Anderson. And he's like, what the fuck? I didn't write this. Scratch wrote this shit. I didn't write shit. 
but it keeps popping up in the real world. And he's like, fuck, I got to rewrite, write this shit. And that, and he's like, uh, here's the cult of, uh, uh, the deer, uh, the cult of the deer killed him. Oh, fuck. That was a bad choice. Uh, uh, nothing happened here. And you can just change the entire scene and the layout of every single scene with Alan's notebook in his writing room. It's just so fucking unique and cool. I love the dance number that we got at the game awards. Oh yeah. <laughs> Champion of light. The, the whole fucking mission that you actually go through in the game for that is it's really good because you bring that up reminds me of that. And then it reminds me of the tweet where somebody was like, at this moment, I've realized that I don't know what Alan Wake two is about. <laughs> it's not exactly a story you can explain to someone without just saying, just play it or Fair. just, just go into it. Because anyone trying to explain the Alan Wake story, uh, like details to you other than like the gist or like what kind of story it is, it's just going to confuse you. I That's fair enough. Um, it definitely seems. It definitely because I played Alan Wake one forever ago. I I wow. That was long. ago. OK. Um. So it definitely, I can definitely understand that. Um, I should say, dude, I've started Control, um, and I love, it's just SCP. It's just fucking SCP. I still would love an SCP game. Um, that would be sick, like, where it's, like, in this, like, Control. Um, I mean, fine. Control is SCP, so that's it. You got it. I know, I know, but, like, a direct SCP game, you know, yeah. is what I mean. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, Control is super cool. Um... I, I the 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 monologues or the inner monologues or whatever are so fucking funny um to me but uh yeah I'm 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 getting through that um so hopefully I can beat it this year and finally play Alan Wake too I just want to see Jesse Faden and Alan Wake interact I, and I also want to see the fucking the band that actually plays Champion of the Light they uh two of the members voice the old men in the game that are based on their band and I, I just need to see what's going on there in the dark place that's what it's called which is kind of on the nose but <laughs> it, it, I just need to see what's going on in the dark place let me see those old fuckers please hell yeah you know what I'm gonna say it right now if you're listening to this we are gonna have an episode I don't know when but we're going to have an episode where I'm going to catch up on a ton of games. Cole's going to catch up on a ton of games. And then we're going to just talk about a ton of games. Oh, yeah. That's it. And also, you, you might be confused if you know the history of us. Uh, we are still doing Backlog Boys. Uh, it just we don't have anything to tell you about it other than like it will come at some point in the future. Uh, just no set schedule. Yeah. We're, just no, it will happen again at some point. Yeah. It's not dead. Uh, it's just in, it's sleeping right now, basically. Um, just cause we have to, you know, we're, we have stuff to do in our own lives and then also too, we're having to focus on doing the main stuff. So yeah. Um, but we still, we still want to do it. We're still going to do it. It's just when, uh, is to be determined. Yeah. yeah. But um, Colt, why don't you give us those numbers? All right. 
I could be wrong. I could have missed, but these are the games that I know for sure. Not the games. So this is the amount of games that I know for sure that I've beaten. I could have beaten more. I don't think I have, but in total, I've beaten 29 2023 games okay. in the year 2023. And in total number of games that I beat last year is 47. Okay. So I, I, I've spent some time gaming. I was a little busy. Hell yeah. And then my numbers haven't changed. Total games, six. Total 2023 games, one. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a lot. Yes, sir. Most of my games are fucking badass, awesome, sick, uh, really cool. I mean, there's some games that we didn't even talk about, like Dead Space or fucking like Hi-Fi Rush, which we did an episode on, or Jedi Fallen Order is a game that's so fucking good, but I didn't see anybody talking about in their end-of-the-year stuff, even though uh, it's better than... Not Fallen Order, uh, Jedi Survivor. Survivor, yeah, I was going to say. Even though Jedi Survivor is better than Fallen Order. I beat Fallen Order last year, so I'm mixing them up, my bad. Uh, but Jedi Survivor is so damn good. Other than the performance issues at launch, the story, the gameplay... The planets, it's a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite Star Wars stories, that's for sure. Yeah, Cal Kestis is one of my favorite Jedis. I'll say that. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. I, You know, I hear that, too. I hear a lot of people say, like, ever since that game, it's like people are like, Cal Kestis is like one of their favorite Jedis. So that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I need to play Fallen Order. Uh, I did start Dead Space, the remake, as well. Um still scary as shit <laughs> oh yeah that game is also incredibly scary but it's it's very good it's a very good uh remake um so yeah i'm making my way through that um but uh besides those games what are other games that we played oh man played a lot i just want to go ahead and say i beat four fucking trails games last year that shit solidified as one of my favorite rpg series like I think I like it more than Final Fantasy, which is saying a lot. Trails games are so fucking good. But other than that, man, we've been busy gaming, playing the shit out of Overwatch 2 and yep. Fortnite. Yep. Uh, recently, but, the, the finals as well. Yep, and the finals. Technically, we didn't j- jump on into it until 2024, but it came out last year, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah, but... um. With Overwatch 2, though, uh, last year, three heroes came out. Lifeweaver, Alari, and Maga. Um, they're all good heroes. Yeah, all of them. All of them are great. I, I love Alari the most of those three. Uh, she's a lot of fun. Lifeweaver, I didn't really like playing him at launch, uh, but I didn't start playing him until recently. But he's gotten a lot better than what he was at launch. Yeah, at launch, um, I was, uh, I, I didn't really, I was, I didn't really, um, I was afraid because his, his, um, his kit was kind of, was kind of like, it eh, was kind of not complicated, but seemed very difficult to use. And then, but then like, it wasn't literally, it was like, wasn't too long after that they've, they've updated him and changed him. So it wasn't it wasn't probably like maybe a few months, a couple of months after that. Lifeweaver is literally my favorite hero to use. Um 
so, like support, but he's also just my favorite hero in general. I love him. He's so fun. Um, I love his design too. Um, and uh, yeah, um, Alari, uh, nothing, nothing against her. She's a good hero. Great. Um, I just started playing her more like Colt with Life Weaver. I just started playing her more recently, so I'm really enjoying her. Um, and then Maga, I haven't played. I don't play tank, so I can't really say. But Maga, Maga you know, is, is one of the funner tanks in my opinion because all he is is no think shoot. Like you don't really have to like do much tactics other than trying to find a wall to hide behind if you need a second to reload and breathe. There's not much thinking when it comes to Maga. He's easy. He's the easy mode tank. Uh, but yeah. if you're not careful, especially in the platinum and diamond and up, he can be uh, steamrolled really easily. Yeah, I was gonna say with the with the recent changes now, the the metas kind of changed, so Maga really isn't at the top like he was when he first when he came around the time he came out. So, oh well. No, Maga, whenever I tested Maga in the firing range, he was, you know, seemed super sick. I love his design as well. Uh, I mean, all the heroes. I love all the heroes' designs that have come out. Um, Want an arm wrestle? <laughs> yeah, very fun. Very fun character, too. But, yeah, Lifeweaver's my favorite, especially with most recently his Harbinger skin, where he's like a fucking biblically accurate angel. It's so sick. It's it's one, it's my favorite skin in the game now, too. Um yeah, I love yeah. and also too, like I've been like, I've been like interested like too with uh, with with uh, Thai culture and stuff, and the it's really cool. Like, there's a Thai hero in the game now too. Like, with um, with that, like, cause yeah, no, just just been very interested in it. So it's really it's really cool. It's feeding my interest now. Um, also too, their most recent season come out with the changes really cool really nice <laughs> yeah i i'm liking this new stuff a lot i know a lot of people are hating it but man i like the uh hitbox update for all the weather the projectile hitbox update for all of them and then the um the ranking for competitive placements isn't too bad anymore i like uh i like the percentage how they show that um but goddamn, does it hurt whenever you see your percentage go down? Whenever you're playing, when you lose a game, oh god. Oh yeah, when you win, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you lose, it's like, fuck, I hate this. Go back to the old system. <laughs> it's so, it's so crazy. But it's, it's really, it's not bad. It's nice. Um, it is fucked up though. How you can do so good and it won't do anything to your percentage. Oh yeah, I, you can I, have I, one person that fucks you over in your lobby. With five people, it's so easy to get one bad person or one person that's not on their A game that ruins the match and makes it so unfun. It, it's so bad. And the, and the thing is, and it's so funny, too, because like the, the discourse about like, you know, where the heroes where different heroes stand on like tier lists and stuff is so stupid. Nobody can agree on anything and everybody's fucking stupid because Again, I love Life Weaver, and I keep seeing people shit on Life Weaver, and I'm just like, how the fuck do you guys suck so much with Life Weaver? I'm like, I'm doing so good as him, and you guys are complaining about him, literally. And the only issue is that people keep talking about his reload. I'm like, shut the fuck up and swap. Anyway. Yeah, so. um, Yeah, and the, and the battle pass is really cool, too. It's Eldritch season. I really like that. 
Oh yeah, and then my favorite healer that uh it's fucking Moira. She got a fucking mythic finally. I'm playing more Moira. I get it now. She's super simple. She's probably the easiest healer in my opinion cuz she's got aimbot attack. All you got to do is aimbot attack, piss on people, throw your balls. Very easy. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's super she's very simple. I just I never played her cuz I always felt like if I played her I was going to fuck it up for some reason so i never played her um but no she's really good but so. if you're a pro like me a fucking good moira is a pain in the ass and that's what i plan to be yeah and that's the thing too is that with this new update people keep talking about oh yeah moira isn't that good anymore no that's so stupid moira is still viable and she's still a fucking killer so i don't yeah, they raised her damage so the only thing they changed on her was her damage they just raised it because she just needs to be able to compete with the health increase. And let me say, I think she's a lot better than she was last season. And the thing is, too, is people keep talking about like the health increases. So if anybody doesn't know, there's a health increase to all of the heroes. And not only that, there's a passive where he, um, heroes can um, will gain health to kind of give them more, uh, in the words of the team, uh, agency and not to be so reliant on the support and giving the support more of a room to kind of also be their own um person as well um and people keep saying oh yeah because of this it it hurts the supports and it hurts the overall you know balance or whatever it, i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> like it's not it's not that bad um it, it's it it's good i don't want to say it changes very little but it's not it's not nowhere near as catastrophic as i've seen some people talk about it um and yeah it's just yeah, the the fandom sucks ass. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Or the player base, whatever. Uh, I will say though, it sucks that the battle pass they give the heroes that got skins on the battle pass are all are all like OG heroes who have already have a ton of skins. I don't understand what they're doing. Except for Brig, they don't Brig. give any battle pass skins for Brig or Except Baptiste. For, for some reason, I don't understand. Like you know, there's still good skins on the battle pass. But it's just what what the hell? Uh, yeah. And Bastion got one of his best ones, and it's a ramen noodle skin. Yeah, Bastion got his best one. I won't I Torbjorn got a really good skin. Bastion got a good skin. I don't mind the Alari skin. Um Maze, those... eh, but uh Widowmaker actually looks good. It's a purple. Widowmaker's not bad. Um of course the Moira skin is awesome. It's yes. just that it's just that Widowmaker, May, Winston, and Soldier all got skins, and it's just like okay. They they need more skins like whatever, whatever. I, I will say though, and the past seasons too have not been so. They've been kind of eh, um, like the wild season. Um, yeah, I, I was indifferent. I, I didn't. I feel like that's probably my least favorite mythic, uh, with the um Orisa because it just it's the same skin, but changed slightly that we already have. Yeah. So, yeah, but no, Overwatch 2 has been real fun. It's still fun. I'm still excited for where it goes with the with the new hero, too. Yeah, yeah. And funny enough, uh, the other game we've been playing a lot of, but not really that much last year, is uh, Fortnite. We took like a very big break from Fortnite where I didn't hit level 100 in a season at one point. I just didn't care. I didn't feel like it because to me... It was a pretty weak season. I, I didn't care for the battle pass. I didn't care for what was going on in the game. 
uh, we just didn't play it. We played mostly Overwatch at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But with the season that just came out recently. Not recently. Like, that was the fuck. Was that November or December? Was it It's either early December or late November. <laughs> it was, I, I think it was November. I think. But yeah. This new season? Ooh, it brought it, it broth. It broth new life into this game. Uh, it really yeah. did with the Fortnite festival, the racing mode, Lego. Lego, and even the changes from like basic Fortnite. It's awesome. It's really fucking fun. I know a lot of people complain that like yeah, the movement feels sluggish. It feels so slow. I can't run anymore. Ah, uh, shut up. We played Fortnite at the time of recording this. We played Fortnite last night, and there was a guy who um, I literally ran, ran circles around, almost killed me, but they killed Colt, and I killed them. It was really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, th- there was multiple times last night uh, where I was just saying, like, they're pissed. They're mad. They're pissing their pants right now. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we said that in Overwatch, too, but yeah. yeah, no, yeah. This Fortnite season is probably the best because it has... It has, like Colt said, Lego, Festival, um, Racing, but then also, too, the Fortnite Battle Pass. All the skins are really good. Oh, yeah. Peter Griffin in Fortnite is funny as shit, and it's also a really good skin. Solid Snake's in the game, and then you got old Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid 4, along with his little robot buddy. Fuck, that's awesome. You have a tiger guy, you have a guy made out of diamond, and then you have a fencing lady, and then a lady made out of fire. Dude, they're all sick. They're all cool as hell. It's an um, awesome season. I'm kind of worried whether it's, uh, since the next season is going to be starting in the beginning of March, I, I'm i curious, like, I don't want them to remove, like, the attachment system or the, like, vault stuff, like, because this was kind of heisty again, like a throwback to the high season we got uh, a long time ago. I, I don't know. I, I'm but, curious what they're going to do, though. Yeah, because this high season was super fun. It, it was just a fun. It's such a fun season. I I, I don't know where they're going to what they're going to do or go. Um, but um, God, I'm trying to think of anything else. Festival festival's so good. Um, yeah, it is. This is fucking the future of Rock Band. Uh, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but this is it. Re- it is. It's the future of Rock Band. I'm hoping in the future they release like a sample platter, pay sixty bucks, and you get like a hundred songs or something like that, uh, equivalent to a Rock Band sized platter of games, so that people that want the Rock Band experience can just buy that. And uh, if they want DLC, they can buy the separate the song separately. I just think it'd be neat. And plus, we're getting a Stratocaster or a new uh, controller to play Fortnite Festival with, which is a new guitar controller. And we haven't had one since the release of Rock Band Four in 2018 or 16. God. Man, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um. God, we <laughs> last night too. We were uh, so there's also a TMNT battle pass. And, oh God, um, it's really it's really cool. They went really hard with the shredder skin, but we were playing it last night. And there's uh, there's quest for it, and there's a uh, there's a quest for playing the uh, TMNT song, a song on, made specifically for the Fortnite event. 
for Fortnite, it, but it, and you got to play it four times. You got to play it four times. Holy shit! Um, it's Ooh. bad. It's so <laughs> bad. Every single t- like when we first started playing, I was like, okay, all right, this isn't good. This is bad. <laughs> no, we were. I was. It was so quiet, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, I was like, is Cole gonna say this is bad? If he doesn't, I'm gonna say this is bad. And then Colt says it immediately. I'm like, fuck, it's so bad. It it oh my god. It's the whoever wrote this, I'm sorry. You need to um <laughs> it was probably Miles. Miles from Spider-Man. Fuck, Miles, why did you do this? It's so bad. You called Raphael Ralph. Ralph. And then it just states it's it's like a bunch of buzzwords and just stating just fa- literally I say facts, but they even say fucking facts in the song. Yeah. And it's, they do a little sheesh in the background. And then you hear like, we're so handsome. It, and, then, uh, and, then, and then they're doing a cowabunga. <laughs> it is dog shit. I, I, I couldn't help but laugh every single time we've had to play that shitty ass song. Holy fuck. It's so bad. I, Anybody that bought that song, 500 V-Bucks, that's, I'd say, like, equivalent to, like, four bucks, 375, something like that. Ah, oh, man, you made a bad decision. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think anybody bought that fucking song. There's no way. And if they did, I'm sorry. You should get a refund. Even yeah. if you like it. I'm, if you, even if you like it. <laughs> you I a wanted refund. a refund from playing it like oh my god it's so it's so bad but um no it's so fun though playing songs that are actually good um oh yeah the the whole like playing it on a controller like a playstation 5 controller it's super easy and very well done they put a lot of effort in figuring out how to make this game accessible to people that don't want or don't have a guitar controller it's yeah so fucking good yeah, it's uh, I, I Colt always plays on expert and I don't understand because he's insane. Um, the most I can do is medium. I'm um, just I, I've been playing rhythm games uh, for a long fucking time, uh, specifically Guitar Hero. And Rock Band and all those. I've just been getting better at rhythm games as I've gotten older. I can't play any real instruments, but man, I can fuck <laughs> up some rhythm games. Yeah, yeah, you can. Um. I'm I'm working my way though. I'm getting better at medium, so slowly working my way. But yeah, no, it's it's super fun. You know, playing bad songs too is fun. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still hoping that the search comes back into rotation one day when we're playing, so that you can finally play it. Yeah, that now, fucking mind, hog shit song. You can, you can buy the search, but we're I'm not, not buying the search. Nobody's gonna buy it. We're waiting for it to become. Uh, they have featured songs on there, which um, that's how you can play like whenever they add like new stuff, how that you can play it so you don't have to buy it. But Jesus Christ, and I never buying, never buying that. Um, and it's reintroduced or introducing me to stuff that like I never would have listened to because like I don't know why I just never got around to listening to Queens of Stone Age or Nine Inch Nails. I like some Nine Inch Nails and I like some Queens of Stone Age now. I didn't even know I did. Yeah, I've been listening to Queens of the Stone Age last year. They're really good. But Nine Inch Nails is the same thing. I I never listened to Nine Inch Nails, but because of Fortnite, I, I I'm starting to listen to Nine Inch Nails. Um 
probably somebody's gonna be really hurt by that statement. <laughs> yeah, I know there's a lot of people that are gonna be mad, like, God damn, these kids, this isn't my music anymore. This is your kids' music. Playing put it in Fortnite. Wow, they made it bad now. <laughs> and the thing is, guy. too, is um I'm 25 and Colt's 24. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like it's not like we're you know, we're we're Gen Z, but we're not um we're not that young. Not anymore. You're just mad because I'm full of happiness and joy, you old fuck. Yeah, get him. Get him, I'm a jolly old reindeer, and you're a dumb poop. Cowabunga. <laughs> Cowabunga, we're so handsome. <laughs> Leo's our leader. Facts. Cheesh. Ralph. Uh, um, so yeah, Fortnite's good. <laughs> yeah, Fortnite's great. Gonna keep playing that. Uh fucking love it we got to finish up the battle pass because i am not missing out on bird is word emote and the family got tv back bling i gotta get those i just got peter and I, i'm so happy at, at uh, the time of the list, i got peter the night before yeah 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 saturday the 17th but and uh we, we got like two weeks before it ends so we, we gotta get on it no we have a week uh, does it not end on the 9th of March? I thought, the, I thought the battle pass said a week. Fuck it, might. All right, we're gonna have to get busy. Okay. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. And then final. And finally, uh, we played the finals recently. Uh. Believe the hype. The finals is real. It's good. Yes. Finals is a lot of fun. Sadly, the player base drop off is also insane. I'm a little worried about that because, sadly, a lot of great games dropped, and uh, it's pulling the player base elsewhere like specifically like power world or and now fucking hell divers 2 it's oh God, yeah. it, it's it, i know we're talking about the finals but goddamn goddamn the, the thing is with the finals is um it's really fun you know the movement system the weapons the maps the destructibility all that's really fun i always go light build because i love being so fast and so tiny so small um but i I think what they need to do is they need to make it easier to level up because it takes forever to level up. Even if you win a game, you the 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 experience you get is so it, it's so it's not enough. Like you might be able to get up like maybe a level or two, not even a two, maybe a level because but unless like you're like doing a bunch of just challenges and really like working those i mean it's really tough just to level up by by itself um especially in the battle pass it, it's really tough if they did that and they added more maps and stuff and didn't have so much fucking shit that you have to buy um i think i i don't think the player base would have or maybe you could have it more steady but then also to hell divers 2 just capped out their thing at what like four hundred thousand. Yeah, it's pretty fucking high. Jesus. So, yeah. Um, But no, the finals is still good. It's still fun and really... It's still really cool. Yeah, it, it is. I, I really love it. All the class system and just the destructibility. We don't have shooters with destructibility like that anymore. Like, the, they used to do it in Battlefield. Like, Battlefield 3, 4, uh, 1. I didn't play... Uh, whatever the world war two one was not uh 2044 or whatever the destruction is just not as good anymore 
Uh, but in this game, it's really fucking good. Yeah, I, I think it. Yeah, it's very good. But I'd say there's like one more game though that we like we've already brought up. That is Helldivers Two. Uh, just came out like a week or two ago. I don't know really. I think a week because holy fuck, this game is blowing the fuck up. I've played probably four hours of it total. It, I get the hype. It is the most, as Gene Park on Twitter said, the most video game video game <laughs> that you can get. And that's not a bad thing. It's I'm a bad. good thing. It's a four-person PvE shooter against aliens, bugs, and potentially a third group, which you fought in the first Helldivers game, which I don't know anything about. I'm super excited to actually don't more into it because the Battle Pass is free. You can get the premium one. Uh, with real currency or you pay for currency or you can just complete the free battle pass and you'll get the enough currency to buy the premium which you never see in games like that but this is a pay to play game so I think it's cool they in, uh, added that ability and plus it's only 40 bucks and also fucking can't play it that's another thing last <laughs> night Wenzel and I uh, were trying to play it uh f- Two nights in a row, we tried to play it. First night, uh, the game was glitched. It wasn't letting us progress. Uh, the second night, I got on. I was able to play. Wenzel could not get on. So we gave up. Tonight, I'm. we're going to try again. Uh, it's currently Sunday. So hopefully a lot of people can't play uh, late So because uh, they got to go work. But for me, personally, I'm off on Monday because of a government holiday. So I hope... We can actually start playing this goddamn game. Yeah, because even though they increase the capacity, literally, as soon as I log on, Colt gets in like five minutes, five minutes. And then I'm I, I can't I can't get in 30 minutes go by. I can't get in. And then it gets to the point where it says capacity has been reached. Um, It's going to keep retrying, but like complete like logging capacity has been reached. There's yeah, it's insane. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, the tutorial and what I did play, you know, it was fun. It's just the insanity I haven't got to get to experience. Uh, I love seeing the Twitter stuff or the the bits on Twitter, though. Yeah, that's also funny on uh, TikTok where people's like, shit, man, I'm not even part of the war. I don't even have a PS5, but I'm worried, man. You got to get <laughs> get on those fights in Malevolon Creek. I haven't even gotten there because that shit's apparently really hard. Uh, but fuck it's so good just seeing all the people talk about it It, it's it also feels good to be a part of it too so i'm hoping they increase their server capacity a lot more uh honestly it's probably best if like you want to play the game probably wait a week or week or two from this episode drops and the server should be perfectly fine because they'll the sony money is going to help them Yeah, uh, or just leave your PlayStation on forever. If you get in, yes, just leave your PlayStation on. Uh, you'll never have to leave. Yep. Yeah, that's. I think that's all video game stuff I have, unless you have anything. Nope, that's all video game. It's all video game stuff. That's it. No more. No more video games. Uh, that's all. Thank you for releasing them, world. But uh, we've had enough. Yeah, we're done. All right. Well, thank you for listening uh, to us. You can uh, 
listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. Give us a like, subscribe, feedback, leave us a review, five star ratings. It really helps us out. Uh, let us know if you liked it. You know, give us uh, let us know. You know, again, like feedback. We we appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. You can follow um, follow all the other channels or the, all the other shows, Cajun Greatness, Backlog Boys uh, on Twitter as well. Backlog Boys Pod. Sorry, I should say that that's what we are. Uh, follow us on Instagram, AYCH Podcast. Follow us on Blue Sky, AYCH Podcast dot Blue Sky or Bsky dot social. Um, you can follow us on Twitch. All you can twitch.tv slash all you can hear you follow us on youtube all you can hear where all our vod's from twitch are on there um and i think that's it uh go check out our also our other episodes for um year end stuff for aych awards we have movies we have songs and now we have this and then next week we're going to be doing tv shows and anime so be excited for that yeah which is another one that will probably be short because let's just say you've already seen why it'll be short because we've read or not read. Uh, we've watched a ton of movies. I played a ton of games and Wenzel listened to a ton of music. And I listened to some music. We're busy, busy cats. Busy I'm cats. Out. But um, this should still be a fun time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, and that'll be the final part, part four of the AYCH Awards. But uh, yeah, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Twinsy Wilkie. Follow my art Instagram threads and Blue Sky as World of Winsy. Uh, you can follow my bookstagram, Winsel Banters. My link tree has links for everything, including my Goodreads and Letterbox. Thank you. My name Colt. Follow me on Twitter at Colt D Zero. Follow me on Blue Sky since it's now open. Blue Sky's open, guys. Get in there. Oh yeah, Blue Sky's open now. That's right. Follow me on Blue Sky, Colt D ninety nine. That place is it's nice. It's not Twitter. I'm not seeing any far right people yet but who knows future they could just say you know what racism is allowed now like elon but hey whatever just i just want to find a happy place please (laughs) all right well we'll see you next week bye bye bye